Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, full of a voice. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that intro a billion times, but it never gets old. Thank you so much for checking out this episode, this edition of New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Bonus edition coming at you today on this Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. A couple of days removed from my birthday, but that doesn't mean the grind will stop. My guests, the Doctors Rainwater, have a new store called ERR Shop, which helps people, students, parents, teachers with educational enrichment materials to help out uh, the learning in the classroom. So it was always good to sit down with them and pick their brain a bit. But what makes everything work? What makes everything tick? You know the deal. At New Amsterdam on Instagram, at New underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. You know what? Enough of my rambling. Without further ado, my chat with Dr. Elizabeth and Dr. Latanya Rainrod. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Boys, in the mayor's office, chatting with people who are doing things for good. You know, I like to say I peruse Yetzi because I don't have talent myself, but my guests today have a lot of talent when it comes to helping out people in the educational space. Please welcome Dr. Elizabeth Rainwater and Dr. Latanya Rainwater, the geniuses behind the LR Shop. How's it going? Good. Right. All right. I'm so glad you're on the show today. I know you're busy. So anytime you come out for us, I appreciate it. Thank you. So let's talk about ELR Shop. Uh, it's it's interesting because there's so many ways to reach the masses, but you decided that you want to reach them with visual aids and activities. What's that about? Um, For, for us, the reason why we wanted to reach them with um, the type of products that we offer for education and inspiration is because we were ESL teachers and we saw the need to help children beyond the classroom. We wanted them to have something that they could take home and work on and practice and even have their parents be, be more involved. Um, when we were ESL teachers, we didn't really see a lot of, a lot of involvement with the parents. So um, a lot of the parents wanted their children to learn even more, so we wanted to make that available to them. Absolutely. So there is always that component of reinforcing the material when going home. What was the biggest thing you saw that was missing? I, I know there's homework, yes, but there, what was the thing you noticed that was big missing uh, as entrepreneurs? So with the kids? Or... Yeah, with the kids, the coursework, making sure the things are retained. So uh, when we were ESL teachers, uh, what was unique about that situation is we was teaching for the country of China. Mm -hmm. So our kids didn't already, some of them didn't already know English. Mm -hmm. So you had to teach them how to read and write. And so in doing that alone and, you know, um, cultural differences, um, it, it made it a little difficult for the kids to actually learn. And, you know, we're visual people anyway, <laughs> creatively visual. So we wanted to take what was missing in those lessons. You know, we were the type of teachers, whatever you put in front of us, we talked. So yeah. we didn't even sit there and, you know, like some teachers, they have to study it for some time and uh, map it out. 
we didn't get that option. Mm -hmm. So we had to do, um, just go straight to work. And even down to that, um, these kids love visual aids. Mm -hmm. And when, when you match that with how, um, what they like, combined with that is that you have their attention mm -hmm. and that's what we wanted to do um so when you look at the shop and these specific um educational tools you see a lot of um cartoons characters drawings we like to draw too um and we put that in there for a reason reason to give them a visual aid um something that they can get used to a specific character mm -hmm. and um also something some fun things because with our kids we had to play games in order for mm -hmm. them to retain what they learned and then they can move on to the next step in reading mm -hmm. and so um that we and we also had to like if there was reading something and they didn't understand a word then you had to stop right there yep. and say let me explain to you what this this word means here and then they want examples and things so now we're like okay we're going to create something something where you're going to understand what the things mean yeah. and then read and stuff sure. because it's, it's hard i mean we didn't have the opportunity when we were going to school and stuff um sometimes we didn't get enough Mm -hmm. And so, like for myself, when I was going to school, um, I didn't learn how to write the correct way until I got to college. So right. I was asking when I was sitting in high school, how do you do this and stuff? And they're like, oh, put your hand down. Um, I'm going to yeah. go over it. And I'm like, well, I don't understand this right here. And so when I got to college, then I started learning all these things. And, you know, the teachers, they were surprised because they were like, well, how come you didn't learn this when you were um, like in middle school and growing up and stuff? And I said, well, the teacher didn't teach me. So we want to provide the opportunity for kids to learn things ahead and be equipped more so than we were. Yeah, catch them early. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because even though my parents spoke English, they were immigrants and, and then they came to this country. Uh, they made it very clear that I would have enrichment courses. I would have my my Monday to Friday school school and on weekends I would go to like a, a Saturday like you know academy with all the other immigrant children from the West Indies would get together and and do reading and I read comic books and I did math kind of activities so it's kind of interesting even though there wasn't a language barrier there the importance of like having application of what you learn uh, in the classroom that's pretty awesome so you decided to to basically take your, your free time to make ELR shot uh, which is Un insane because educators are always <laughs> stressed out with lesson plans and making sure our kids are engaged. What was the decision like to say, you know what, we have an idea, we have a vision, let's carve out some time and make that happen? <laughs> well, for me and my sister, we we just didn't really have any time. No. Um, we worked, we would get up um, and work teach 3 class in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning, and do classes in the morning, and then come back and then do some at nighttime. And so we started looking and seeing that these kids needed help. And so we were like, okay, I'm going to take some time off of work and I want to create my own thing. And so we were talking and we were like, okay, we want to come up with children's stories. So we started coming together, writing children's stories and designing characters. And um, as time went on, we just collected all these things and we were looking how we could put these together as we worked. And, and so then... We, we started hearing that there was going to be shut down our program that we were working for. And so we we're mm -hmm. like, okay, um, I want to hear them get these materials and things done and put them in a place 
where we can have them available for people. Um, and so I think around March, was it March? March this of year? this year. They came mm -hmm. up with a law which caused all of the teachers that were teaching online for um, China students to not have a job in that in this right. center. So we ended up losing our job for that. And um, so we said that we were glad that we were prepared because we actually had created all these things and opened the shop. And so um, we we um, just didn't really have the time to be doing anything, but we just carved it out because we yeah. felt important. Yeah, we've seen over, um, basically both Elizabeth and I probably seen somewhere between 30 to 40 kids a week. And right. these individuals teaching them one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, so over time, we've seen thousands of kids. Mm -hmm. And so that's a lot of kids to, you know, a lot of different personalities and, you know, a lot of kids to help. And you, you're absolutely right. How did we find the time? You, you know, we are very creative. We always been that way. And so uh, we're funny by nature as well. Um, so when we think of writing stories, you know, when growing up and like in college, we used to write a lot. Mm -hmm. And so people was interested in that writing. Mm -hmm. And um, they the, the stories that we, we had was funny to them. Yeah, so they thought we, we were making them up, but we were like, no, <laughs> that's not what actually happened. They said, wait a minute there. It's kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I don't right. think it's real. And I said, oh, that, because I would write about family. And they were like, your family members, your extended family members really did that. And I said, yeah, they did that. And they said, well, when you come up with a book, I want to buy it. Right. Like, funny. I said, well, I didn't think it was funny. So when you look at when you look at my kids, I taught um we taught kids from ages four and up. And so when you look at those, our kids um back then is that they love stories and they love to read. And so the littlest thing makes them laugh. And so we took that and, you know, and just being funny by nature and just creating, we would write every day. That's how we did it. Even if it was just one thing, we, we did it every day, consistently working on something. We also draw. So uh, we would sit at a computer, whether it was like 1 a.m. in the morning, we draw, you know, um, just keep working at it. You know, we had a goal and we was trying to meet that goal. Take a step back. There is a decision to jump in head first and you have the why, right? Helping out uh, children and, and their parents, obviously. But what was your network like when you said we're doing this? Was it kind of like, oh, this is a totally extension of what you're doing? Is it like, can you handle it? Is it like, did anyone come out the woodwork for help? Were there haters? Like, what was that launch like? Um, so um, I, I guess I guess with family was a little concerned because we we cannot sit still to save our life. <laughs> we always do something. And so just, you know, are you taking on too much? You know, uh, if it's not that, um, some people, some you, you find out when you're doing a business or you have a goal uh, is that not too many people be there for you that you thought would be there. Mm -hmm. So there was a little bit of, of that happening at, as well. And then the financial concern, um, with having being ESL teachers and not having um, like a big lump sum of money, um, right. it was looked at like, well, how are you going to be able to invest yeah. in this and invest in creating the projects and everything? 
And then we underestimated along the way, we underestimated the time that it would take in certain projects. I mean, some things took almost a year to design. Yeah. And we were like, this should have took only this amount of time, but it took so long, but we loved the way it came out. But we just, you know, in creating things, you never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because a lot of times entrepreneurs or creatives, we have that 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 rough patch that you think of the runway, whether it's time or, or finances or the support you think you're going to get from one direction doesn't happen, but then you get support from a different direction. You go, okay, maybe that's the fire I need to push forward. And it's always interesting to hear that. So how long has ELR Shop been on and what's been the, the impressions of it since its launch? Um, since November of last year. Yeah. 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 Uh, November of last 2021, year. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. fact, we start out with very little um, items in in our shop and we also didn't um, you know being new to that platform we did not know the functions and everything stuff so it took even longer to do certain things from the descriptions and then figuring out well how do you advertise this here Mm -hmm. Um, because you know we've had um, businesses in the past but it was kind of it was easy for us because it was something face to face but when you're doing a shop online, that takes different things. And so we had to learn that. Like we didn't know that you um, that there were so many different connections that you could make to get yeah. the word out about what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's something that, that you kind of trial by fire, I guess. It's like, oh, thanks for the information. I wish I knew that six months ago or two years ago. Uh, one of the things I noticed about the ELR shop, and it's it's on now uh, on Etsy, uh, it's at etsy.com slash shop slash ELR shop, uh, it's that it's 100% digital. Uh, any particular reason to go that way? Was it an outreach thing to get to the younger generation? Was it more of a strategic thing? Um, so we, we made it um, digital. Our intention is also to make it where people can um, have like a physical copy. We're not mm-hmm. there just yet for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So digital because at this time as we was building these things we were still working Mm -hmm. so it wasn't something that you know you can just push out a a lot more products and things like that so we wanted to go digital because uh, a lot of people is into that these days they want something that Mm -hmm. they can constantly print over and over Um, and the kids that we were seeing they were constantly on iPads and all these different things so we were like well we're going to create some things that they can t- type in their computer on and use. And there's t- yeah. some things that will have to be printed out. Mm-hmm. So we got some things in there that they can type in and print out. So there's a variety and we're working on other stuff in there. Um, but we thought the g- digital was the way to go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It seems that with kids now, it's it's kind of like you want to be digital first, right? And then have the option. It's almost like it's flipped. I feel old when I say this, but it feels like it's flipped, right? Digital first and then have the option to print later on. Uh, is there a division of labor in your company or does all decisions are made 50-50? Uh, it's more of a personal question about how this company is actually run. So everything is, is pretty much... Uh, 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's something I'm really good at doing, then I'll do it. And if there's something she's really good at doing, I'll be like, hey, here you go. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, tag team. I love it. Yeah, we'll look at something and um, like this drawing, then we'll say, okay, well, you go draw this, and then I'm going over here and I'll draw this, and then we'll come yeah, back. Yeah, kind of like a challenge. Um, because yeah. I 
the uh, background in business and she has it in another thing. Then she says, okay, I come over there with my, my business idea. And then she says, okay, well, why don't we do it this way? And so we research and everything before we do it. And then we make a decision. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, that is like a synergy, if you will. Uh, my favorite part of uh, items available on the website now are the affirmation card series, uh, which I thought was kind of a cool way to to get that uh, on ramp into affirmations in general. Now there is education, like arithmetic and reading, but this is another education at all, like education of self. What was your approach or decision to go into that series, and are there going to be more uh, products along those lines as well? For the affirmation, yeah, the affirmation card, yeah. So with affirmation cards, you know, um, it's dealing with self and self-esteem, mm -hmm. encouragement, just loving yourself. And, you know, we're, we're, we wear many, many hats. And one of those hats is, um, um, therapy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even in that realm, when we work, worked in that, um, uh, you know, people self-esteem, you know, a lot of self-esteem problems. And we looked at that and you know what? I, if that was me, what would I want as a card to say for, that I can read and encourage myself every day? And that's how we looked at it. So we just came out with uh, men's and boys. Uh, we started out with um, women's, uh, mothers, um, um, single ladies and things like that. And yes, we are going to do mm -hmm. even, even more. We're going to dig a little bit deeper on those um, affirmation mm -hmm. cards. Yeah, because we get... Me and my sister, we started out um, on Instagram where we yeah. would um, share our ministry and stuff on Instagram and we put encouraging words and stuff. And then we started seeing emails come in where people would say, well, can you pray for me? Or can can I talk to you about this here? And so and we was like, well, how old is this person here? And we're sitting there and we're yeah. seeing 13-year-olds and 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds. And um, so we said that, you know, a lot of people they want to give up with a lot of things and because of the things that we've experienced we're like well we're not somebody to give up so we don't want anybody else to i mean right. we've been sick before and you know yeah uh, we got through that so we're like no nobody's gonna stop doing anything you're gonna keep going if it's your education your business or whatever it is yeah and we yeah. have to do that yeah, it's interesting because uh, a lot of people don't really focus on the mental health of students, especially at that age. It's kind of like, you know, just learn your, your times tables was the, <laughs> the refrain when I was a kid. And so that, that really meant a lot to me to see that there. Mm -hmm. uh, is What's been some of the things customers have told you or clients have told you uh, since uh, purchasing or products or interacting with your offerings about what ELR shop is providing and what they can't provide? Well, what's interesting is, is that... Um, um recently i looked i looked in there um and got a message from a customer and um um because usually you know you see the customer's responses so this one took out the time to actually write us and they said that you know um i took a coloring book from um your shop and i printed it out and i gave it to the kids at the shelter that i work for and said that you know um it helped the kids to put a smile on their face and and they really enjoyed it and so we were we were really sh shocked at what people use your products for. Sure. Um, another person used it for a baby shower. Baby shower. And so we we're just like, there's so many things that you can use the average uh, product for and turn it into something bigger. 
And that's what we encourage people to do, you know, not to look at it like it's just something simple because you can take any of these things since they're digital and you can put it on anything that you want. Yeah, people have had took some of the raw art and made pillows out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made puzzles out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did they? <laughs> Uh, they they did a lot of things things with these um, different products and we we were amazed uh, what you can actually do with it. I mean, we set it up uh, what our intention is and for people buying it and what it looked like. But it's amazing what they'll do with that digital file and um, do the opposite of what that picture was. So it's just amazing just to see that and we love talking to our customers. So if you write or um, you say anything about the product, um, we love responding back. Or you message us personally. Um, we just like talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we'll have a full out conversation about it and say, okay, well, where's your, where's your job located and stuff so that we can um, stay in contact and stuff. Yeah. Um, because you know, there may maybe something new in the shop, or maybe we're giving away something and we want to stay in contact with people. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you said here, I mean, the thing that, that you, your proceeds helps to support ministry. And that was kind of a, a cool idea. Talk to me a little more about that, the decision to do that. And, and how is it actually helping out uh, these causes? So with uh, ministry, uh, you <laughs> you might as well say that's been our whole entire life since um, kids. You know, uh, my uh, parents took us to church since we since we was children. So that's where where we've been. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so from from that, just have a love for God and you know just to spread His gospel, just to pray with pe- people. Um, you know, give them kind words if that's what they need for the day or, or whatever. And um, so when we looked at this shop, we didn't want to be those type of people that, okay, I'm just going to blow up and millions of dollars and things like that. We wanted for whatever proceeds come in there, literally all of it. And to we, go to we to go to something good, sewing something good. And we do a lot of ministry work. Like I said, we wear so many hats. And, and, and we have, and, before we had created the shop, we had actually took um, our earnings from yeah. teaching. And when we met this young lady online um, in Pakistan, we were actually paying for instruments and for them to go to school go and to school, all kinds of stuff because we wanted to give back to kids and to help other people. And so we said that when we opened this shop that that's what we're going to continue to do. And because we're ministering, we do missions work mm-hmm. and uh, travel and go to places. We want to be able to continue to do those things and to reach people. Um, you know, we could have put up like a, a campaign or things like that, which we don't know how to do that either. Right. <laughs> so we're going to stick with what we know how to do I just, and leave that alone. I think when I look at certain things is that I felt, you you know, in raising money for uh, mission work or supporting that, um, I wanted to give people something back. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people to, you know, okay, I could have put up a crowdfunding page or whatever they do now. now right. Um, and, but I didn't feel like people would get anything from that. And I feel like that if you buy something, you know, that you're buying something that you can use Mm -hmm. and, um, something that helps educate somebody, inspire somebody. And that's what I wanted more than anything is that, um, just 
buy whatever you feel is insp inspirational to you mm -hmm. and that you can use or and, that you can give to somebody else because sometimes people yeah. think that okay well i don't have any kids i don't have any nieces or nephews or grandkids or and you know but everybody knows somebody, somebody. so right. you can tell somebody else or get something for somebody else that they may like and they can use Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and throughout it all with, with your helping and supporting these causes uh, and, and your day jobs and ELR shop, what do you do to refill the cup when you get burnt out? I mean, you're not a machine. <laughs> what do you do to get yourself back centered, back in, back in the right space? <laughs> um, me and Latanya are, are, we always been go, go, go. <laughs> you know, we... And back in 2019 is actually when, when we finished our doctorate degree. And uh, that's, that's. even before then, it was school and it was work. And, and, you know, if we did fit in anything like going to the movies or bowling or anything else, then, yeah, I mean, it was far and few. Um, but, you know, me and my sister, we come together and what we think is fun is, you know, just writing or um, just talking about what we want to do and stuff. And we could talk about that all all day long. Yeah, it's still, it's still work in some capacity. But, but at the same time, I think what helps helps us stay grounded and centered would be probably um, church. And so we go to a lot of prayer meetings, um, revivals, and things like that. Church service, you know, uh, that encouragement that um, to get filled back up. We give so much. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, uh, we, we always um, go to God for everything in prayer. So, you know, that that's pretty much what I can say is that, um, praying and mm -hmm. and um go, going to church mm -hmm. it, it kind of keeps us yeah a lot more calmer and unstressful yeah because <laughs> we, we don't get no rest no, <laughs> no. And, and you know our, our um our parents will always tell us that you know i i'm always seeing y'all do something when are you gonna slow down and get some rest and stuff we're like well I go lay down or whatever and take a break and stuff, but I'm going to be thinking during yeah, about that project. about what I want to fix and how it looks and stuff. So I might as well just work on it and then I won't think about it anymore. Yeah. Can I ask the, 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 the perspective question, what is the vision for ALR shop 12 months, 18 months, two years from now? So, our vision is um, definitely to get more educational products mm -hmm. out and inspirational things. Keep going with that, and probably even think even bigger yeah, uh, than, than whatever we can imagine. Because right now, what our what our biggest focus is is on getting our readers together. Because yeah. we're putting together, um, trying to create eBooks, and so that we can get out our children's stories. And so we're continuing to build characters to go in that. And so that's that's a future item that's going to be in the shop and just looking beyond that and creating even more things um, like journals and all kind of stuff. Anything that we can think of that someone someone can use, um, we're, we're going to invent. It. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Keep it. I, li- I like that because you have a direction, but it's not so narrow where you're pigeonholed, but then you can always you know, expand and pivot if need be. That's that's always a healthy thing to have. Uh, I learned so much here today. I want to thank you for being on the show, Dr. Elizabeth and Dr. Latonia Rainwater. Uh, ELR shops available on Etsy, etsy.com slash slop slash ELR shop. But now's the time to ask if anyone wants to interact with you directly, if they wanted to chat you up, if they wanted more information, how to go about connecting connecting with you so um our our social media um you can even email too yeah our social media direct email you can even go into the shop and maybe uh, message us as well and we'll talk on Mm -hmm. all those platforms platforms. we're always talking (laughs) you just hit any of those buttons and we're and we're gonna respond Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours.